Hi, and welcome to Kleinversations, Klein ISD's podcast about all things teaching and learning. I'm Monica Schallenberger, and I'll be the host for each episode, and my guests will be rotating educators from all over our school district. This podcast is for anyone wanting to expand their knowledge about teaching and learning, and hear our conversations about the journey of educators being joyful, reflective, transparent, and deliberate about applying their learning to transform the world. Today, we have two seniors from Klein High School, Grace Judice and Connor Winston. These two students are part of the Klein Serves group where they are dedicated to serving the community. I can't wait for you to hear these two talk about serving, learning, helping others, and more. Here's our conversation now. All right, well, officially welcome Connor and Grace to Climbversation. So excited to have you guys here today. So excited to be here. We are excited to be here. Okay, so as you guys know, we're going to start off with a celebration from the district that you guys have as students. I think one of my favorite things about Klein ISD is their dedication to learning about student voice and what the students actually want and the change that they want to see within the district. Um, over the summer, one of the first things that we did, I had the opportunity to be in Dr. McGowan's student focus group. And there was a group of about 15 students and she just sat in a room with all of us and just discussed issues that were relevant within the district for hours. And I don't think she realized how much we all actually appreciated her taking the time in one of her first days as um, superintendent to actually learn what the students want and like learn the students' perspective. So I really appreciate Klein ISD and the leadership taking the initiative to actually learn about like the students' perspectives. Okay, Connor? Yeah, definitely the, um, the district focusing on student development, whether it's like at Klein High School, we have the Klein Five, um, mm -hmm. pushing those character values and with Klein Serves about giving back to the community is just something that I think is really great that the district is focusing on to prepare students for their future. Okay, great. I have to agree with both of you on those things. Okay, so let's just start off with telling our listeners what Klein Serves is. A lot of people that are listening are in Klein ASD, but like I told you, we have listeners worldwide. So what is Klein Serves? How did it get started? So basically, Klein Serves is a day of service. Um, it's a student-led event for the district to give back to the, the community um, since they support us so much, and we have over 5,000 students and employees and parents, teachers from across the district all signed up to volunteer on March 28th. Um, we'll have buses shipping them out to different places in the community, churches, um, businesses, any place that needs help, vet clinics. And then we also have events happening at each of the high schools and elementary school campuses um, to give back to projects also at other campuses. And each of the high schools, so we have five high schools in Klein IC, they serve as a family hub um, where all the feeder schools, all the middle schools and elementary schools for that high school come together at that hub for a kickoff event. Uh, and then they go out into the community from there. Okay, great. So Grace, tell me how it got started last year because y'all didn't start district right, right right away. So tell me how it kind of organically came yes, to this bigger yeah. event. So last year, Klein High um, originally started Klein Serves. They did it in October of the 2018-2019 school year. And when Dr. McGowan heard of it, 
at the time she was deputy superintendent, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she told Miss Haggard, who was um, who was the host and sponsor here at Klein High and really the brains behind all of it. Um, she's like, oh, my God, this is absolutely amazing. I love this. Um, can we do it district wide? And, you know, Miss Haggard was like, all right, well, I think we need to for this first year. Just let's see, you know, give it a test yeah. run, see how it goes. <laughs> it was extremely successful within the first year. We had um, over 850 students just from Klein High cool. alone for our first year, 850 students and staff. And so the next year um, we came back and we talked with Dr. McGowan and she's like, okay, I'm so excited to get this thing going district wide. And that's how Klein Family Serves was born. So Klein Serves is now Klein Family Serves. And it's really awesome because like Connor was saying, um, it just gives everyone in the district a way to serve their community. You know, from kindergartners to 12th graders, there's something for everyone. They have the opportunity to come to the high school and do service projects there. Um, and we provide a lot of transportation to philanthropic organizations and like just businesses within the community. And okay. I think that's important because yeah. since we do that, it gives students more of an opportunity to really go out and serve because they don't have to worry about transportation or anything like that. So when you say people can come to the high school to do service projects, so they're not getting bussed out, what are some of the activities that they'll be doing if they stay on a campus? So we have one group of people who's going to be weaving um, plastic grocery bags into mats, um, and they're going to be delivered to uh, homeless shelters throughout Houston um, okay. to use as like bed mats. And then we have um, elementary schoolers making um, cards for um, veterans and people and uh, children in Texas Children's Hospital. Um, and then a variety of activities like stuff like that, um, paper bags, we're going to be coloring paper bags for. Um, Food, they put the food in the paper bag. Food so, pantry? Yeah, food yeah, yeah. pantry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's a lot of different ideas going on. And then we're also going to be at some of the elementary schools helping all the librarians go through and inventory all their books because they have to go through each year and mm -hmm. sort all the books and inventory yeah. and everything. So we're going to have students helping out. That's so that. nice. I'm sure they appreciate that. Um, if, it, if there's any teachers that need help in their classrooms, we'll have um, students helping them with that. Um, really anything that needs to be done at the schools we help out with and then also out in the community. That's smart to have stuff at the actual schools right. just in case there's not enough projects. So when it's, I know the sign up already passed, mm -hmm. but if somebody who's listening is like, okay, I'm not busy anymore on that weekend, can they just show up to help or should they have been able to register? Do you know? So this is a decision that's made by the campuses at this point. Okay. So the sign up was for the free t-shirt essentially, oh, because you know, we have yeah. deadlines to meet, but if someone is really interested in still helping, we absolutely encourage them to go talk to their, um, campus help leader because every campus within Klein ISD has one person that serves as a liaison uh, for Klein Family Serves. So they should absolutely just go and talk to them and see how they can help out because we're not going to turn down any volunteers right. on that day. It was really just for logistics and to see how many people we were actually expecting. But yeah, no one's going to get turned down on the day of Klein Serves, which is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So I used to teach a college and career readiness class. And in that curriculum, we had some service projects each semester. And obviously they were graded assignments, but it was really neat to hear the, the collaborative dialogue around what teenagers are passionate about and what they want to help with. And there's just so many benefits to introducing yourself to that type of philanthropic activity in high school and then right. carrying it into your adult life. And there's so many benefits to helping others in general. So connecting to others, growing your network, making new friends, 
it's also calming and, and there's actually a happiness effect, which I thought was really interesting. There's a study in London and they found that people who volunteered were happier than people who didn't volunteer. And the odds of being very happy rose 7% for people who just volunteered monthly, but it was 12% for people who volunteer every two to four weeks. And among the weekly volunteers, it was at 16%. And this is crazy. They compared it to a hike in happiness to having an income of $75,000 to $100,000 versus $20,000. Like they said, like if you help weekly, that's how good you feel about it is like the difference yeah. between those two salaries, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. The more um, you serve, like the better you yeah. feel about yourself and the better you feel about others. It's so like when awesome. thinking about your personal experience, like what is a benefit that really stands out to you? Like when you're just kind of processing, helping and, and getting this event ready, like what's been a benefit for you personally? I think just having the opportunity to develop so many new relationships within the community. Um, I've had the opportunity through National Charity League to serve with Special Olympics and the Giving Gowns Foundation and lots Mm -hmm. of local charities. And that experience is just so amazing because not only do you have the opportunity to serve, but you have the opportunity to create these friendships. And then when you go back to serve, you know the people that you're working with. And it's just a really special bond that you create working with these organizations. And some of the students that I work with at Special Olympics, I have the opportunity to sit with at lunch here at high school. And so it's just so special to be able to do that. So I think Klein Serves opens up just endless possibilities when it comes to that. You can meet so many new people, find out what your passion is when it comes to service, and really just explore that through Klein Serves and just develop those relationships in the community. That way you have something to look forward to when you go back. I agree with you too. I think there's an inexplainable connection that you have when you're helping and serving alongside others. There's just like right, something, right. there's like that magic that you can't explain. What about you, Connor? Well. What's a benefit for you when you're thinking about how you've been involved in this service project? So I think a benefit for me um, is the, like the skills of planning uh, yeah. an event of this size okay. and um, all the logistics behind it. And then also seeing all the, um, all the hard work that all the other students put in um, here at the school and all the different organizations to making an event of this scale happen and giving back to the community so much. Because um, a, a lot of kids just don't want to give back or participate in stuff like that. And just seeing so many people from all the schools across the district is just really amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like what Mr. Rogers said, like, look for the good and people see the good in situations. It kind of reminds you of humanity when there's such big numbers involved. <laughs> with all the volunteering. I love that. So when you think about like community and society in general, what's something that's passionate, like a passionate topic for you organization or something that really speaks to you that, that you either currently serve in or want to serve as you get older or want to continue to be involved in? So I think I've answered this question a lot lately, filling out, you know, college applications (laughs) and scholarship applications. But my favorite charity that I've ever served with has been Special Olympics. And like I was saying, it's because, you know, the relationships that I've developed with these people are so special. And, you know, other charities, it's they're they all come with their own unique experiences. But I think being able to bring that to my everyday life in high school is something unique that Special Mm -hmm. Olympics offers, because not only do you see them at lunch, but you see them in the hallway and it it makes their day, you know, when you say hello to all of these sweet kids. But I think more importantly, like they make my day and all of my friends that I have served with, it's 
it's just amazing to have the opportunity to get to know these kids because they truly are the happiest kids and um, Special Olympics is just amazing. So as far as service goes, that is my absolute favorite charity. And I think the experiences that I've created with it are just like indescribable. I really love it. I had a similar experience my last year of teaching here at Klein High. Mr. Whitehead asked me to step in with the developmental classes and teach them speech. I also taught speech at the time. Or no, I, I formerly taught speech. I didn't teach that year. But for only a semester, I taught one period with them. It was the highlight of my day. Like I left literally smiling from like laughing, having a good time. And like you said, they're just so sweet and have such a positive energy. Mm-hmm. And they make it makes their day, but they make your day even more. Exactly. So what about you, Connor? What do you feel passionate about? Uh, I'm just passionate about volunteering in general okay. and um, helping organize um, events where we can give back so much. And I w- wish I, I want to be able to continue to do that as I um, go through life and getting people organized to volunteer. That's awesome. Okay, so uh, you kind of answered the question a little bit of like what your benefit is. But like when you're when you're thinking about this event and Connor, you can maybe expand a little bit more because you already said you feel like your leadership has expanded through this. So when you're like, when you guys are planning this in your um, class, where have y'all seen yourselves grow personally through this like event process and planning? I think for me, it's actually been, it's funny because you would think with an event of this magnitude, you'd have to kind of like micromanage everything. (laughs) But for me, I've had to learn to let go. Um, I have a few leadership roles on campus with like our school news station and speech and debate and the character development program. But sometimes it's hard for me to just let go and trust that other people are just going to, you know, take whatever the task is and just run with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And Ms. Haggard has really taught me through Klein Serves that it's okay to just sometimes just let someone else do it, you know, for a change, because overcommitment is a big issue for a lot of high schoolers, right. you know? So when you just learn to trust in other people, it really helps you develop as a leader because you can still maintain your strong leadership positions while also being less stressed out and probably just a more enjoyable person when you're, you know, <laughs> and it's such a good lesson for, and I'm like, well, I, I keep thinking like, welcome to adulthood. Like it's so, I think of yeah. the great leaders that I have and how they've trusted me with autonomy by delegation And, and then like, I think about my process as a leader and being able to do that too. And sometimes it is hard to let go, especially Mm -hmm. if you're the one who's quote unquote in charge, but it's such a good lesson to learn as a teenager (laughs) now than having to worry about that when you get older. So that's great. What about you, Connor? So I think, um, like Grace said, time, uh, management, overcommitment is something I've had to learn because I, um, I work outside of school and then I also am the president of the criminal justice club and and I'm doing client serve so it's a lot to juggle all at once and uh, make sure that everything gets done in each of the organizations and everything like that and make sure you guys are learning self-care at this young age because you don't want to be overcommitted and exhausted <laughs> yes, and <man>. burnout <laughs> um, okay so our last question in connection to the actual theme is like who inspires you in your life to help and it can be someone that you know or don't know but who inspires you to want to make a change and serve others so the person who inspires me is Miss Newsom. She is the criminal justice forensics teacher here at Klein High School, and she just serves so much of her day. Um, she does. She stays after school almost every day to help the criminal justice kids with their trainings for their competitions. She runs. She's the president of the Texas Public Service Association. She's the so the state organization for criminal justice that hosts conferences and competitions across the state for over 2,000 people, 
And then she also does, she's one of her Cub Scout leaders for her children. Mm-hmm. And she is part of the district learning, like curriculum refresh. She um, does the administrator program. She just does so much um, to give back to her students. Um, and she really helps all the students in her classes and connects with them on a personal level. Level, And it's just really great everything that she's done for her students. I can tell you have a relationship with her because you have so many details. Yeah. <laughs> so I know there's a lot of conversation going on there. That's great. Okay, what about you? Um, I, I think it'd have to be like all of the strong women that I'm surrounded with, like at home and on campus. Obviously, my mom. I love my mom. She mm-hmm. has served with me through National Charity League for six years. So just getting to develop that experience with her while serving has been great. But on campus, Miss Haddix and Dr. McGowan, I adore these oh. women. Like, I absolutely <laughs> love talking to them. And I just think it's so awesome because they're two of the most genuine people I know. Um, it's really easy today to be fake, you know. Um, and I think most people, like, assume that word is kind of just like with high school and drama. Yeah. But you can tell when someone is not genuine, you know. And these women are the most genuine caring people I've ever met. And they take the time to get to know their students. And for Ms. Haddix, when you have 4,000 students, that's hard, but she does it anyway. So people like that really inspire me to better myself um, and do something, you know, for the future because they have like, they're so successful, um, especially at their age. So it's just really awesome to see powerful women like that in the district. I'm glad they have that model for you. And in your vicinity. Okay, so let's get to the personal side. So what would be a celebration? Um, what is one favorite thing or a celebration that you have in education or as a student? Specifically at Klein High, it's the relationships that I've developed with people on campus. Um, high schoolers tend to complain a lot. <laughs> Humans tend to complain, I figure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think it's common for high schoolers to say, well, I hate my school and stuff, but I really don't think people, I can't speak for other schools, but I don't think students at Klein High truly understand how blessed they are to be at Klein High, just because every student I know has a strong relationship with at least one teacher on campus. And not all campuses are like that. The staff, the administration, they all take the time to really develop personal relationships. And I think there, there's nothing, you know, better than that. Um, and so I think students sometimes will kind of overlook that when, you know, talking about their high school experience. But that's pr- probably like my favorite thing about education in general is just like Klein High gives you the opportunity to develop relationships with um, educators and just people you look up to, you know. High schoolers won't always admit like, oh, I look up to my teacher, but we do. <laughs> I read a book, too, that memories are what helps carry you through like college life and adult life. You kind of always anchor back to those good memories that you have. And I, too, had such a positive high school experience. Like I remember my coaches and my teachers and the relationships I had with fellow staff and, and different students as well. And I just think it's really important for you to recognize like that those are the memories that are going to carry through the more challenging times later in life. Cause you'll look back at these years and hopefully smile at those connections that you made. That's awesome. What about you? Um, I do a lot with criminal justice and it's really great to see all the um, students. We have over 30 kids in criminal justice. Um, and we've grown it. When I first started my sophomore year, there was about 11 people and we've grown it to over 30 and seeing the program grow um, and seeing all the kids get uh, involved in the competition and seeing all the people make it to state competition and the amount of work that they put into all the different events that we have, whether it be 
um, in the forensics part of it with our crime scene investigation team or in the law enforcement side of it with our SWAT team or traffic stop team and everything like that. Yeah, it's really it's great like, to see all the growth that they've had. I think it's noted too that you're not going to be pursuing criminal justice in college, but you've continued to stay a part of it through all yes. of your high school years. So that's a testament to that program too. Okay. So like what's one favorite thing in general in life that you have right now? I know so many really broad. I'm trying to like, think of like one thing you can talk about multiple if you want. <laughs> Honestly, this is like, this is probably like really nerdy, but like the thing that I find the most interesting outside of school is just all things politics okay. and economics. I think all of that is so interesting. And as a high schooler, I'm not 18, so obviously I can't vote, but I think it's so important for us to do our civic duty and do everything we can to educate our peers and everyone around us about what's going on in the world. And, you know, people still have the mentality that like, it's just one vote. It doesn't matter. Um, but it does matter, obviously, especially when it comes down to like county races and state races and things like that. And people don't even like take the time to realize that. So one of the things that I'm most passionate about is politics, just because I think whether or not I agree with you, like your voice does matter um, in this country. And so anything that I can do to educate people, educate myself on, you know, political issues, I take the time to do so because I think it's really important. That's great. Keep that up. Okay, what about you? Um, I recently got accepted to UT Dallas, and so I'm really excited about being able to go to college and learn about um, computer science, because that's really what I, what I want to do in life, and that's really what I'm excited about right now. Yeah, that's exciting. It's your next step. It's like mm -hmm. going to happen in, in three months. You're no longer going to be a high school student. Yeah. It's so exciting. Okay, so last question. What's a favorite book or something, a specific content that you like to learn about? doesn't have to be school-related. Just like, what do you like to learn about right now? And I know you kind of touched on politics a little bit, but I know you were also searching in your head through a list of things. So you can choose <laughs> something else there, too, if you want. And you can answer first. It's either or. And it doesn't have to be, like, a non-fictional book. It can be a fictional book, too. So... There's, I'm, I was a member of speech and debate. So we wrote a lot of like informative speeches mm -hmm. and oratories and just, you know, kind of convincing arguments on various topics. Um, and so I think like I had the opportunity to educate myself on the most random things, but things that are so interesting. Last year, I wrote a speech about cryptozoology and yes. that's like the study of like Bigfoot and stuff and like <laughs> why people believe that stuff, you know, and you would never think to educate yourself on that, but it's honestly so entertaining when you just have the opportunity to learn something new, not because you have to. And it may not be the most useful topic, but knowledge is knowledge. Yeah. You know? So um, through speech and debate, I've learned about the coolest topics and the most random topics, but I've really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, what about you? Oh, I think my all-time favorite book series would be Harry Potter. Okay. I've read it multiple times, watched all the movies. When I was younger, played all the Lego games, have all the Lego sets <laughs> Uh, on the Lego castle and everything like that. And I really um, just love that series. And like, it's been a part of my life all the way since I started elementary okay. school. I finally got around to watching it. Cause I think I was like in high school or an adult when it came out, I can't remember. And so I finally got around to watching the movies. I still have never read the books. 
don't give me any dirty look. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I can see how people are into this. Except Voldemort was looked kind of scary at the end. I'm like, I can't believe little kids. I know. That, and I, are not I scared. Didn't watch it when I was, I mean, I was fine. I was an adult. But I'm just saying, I was like thinking this can get kind of scary for little yeah. kids. I did not watch Harry Potter specifically for that reason. Yeah, I mean, those characters are so <laughs> realistic. I was like, geez, this is a serious movie. I thought yeah. this was just like a kids game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just so excited to have both of you on here. You're our first students ever awesome. um, on our podcast, and I just thank you so much for the time and what you guys are doing. And it's really exciting to kind of picture what you guys will be as adults because of all <laughs> the impact that you're making now. Yes, ma'am. If you've listened to the other episodes, you know I'm a former high school teacher who was passionate about being in the classroom with teenagers because of all they offered to our world. I'm so happy to showcase how awesome they are with our audience. I usually walk away from conversations with teens feeling hopeful about the future, mostly entertained, fascinated by their perspective, and more. I hope you enjoyed hearing about their passion for knowledge, their perspectives on their world, serving others, and how specific educators made an impact on their lives. Like we spoke about in our conversation, make yourself and others happier by serving others. There are so many causes out there waiting for people like you to step in and help. I've moved in the past to other cities or communities, and I have found websites that connected my passions to different serving opportunities. It's 2020, so take advantage of the internet to help you in your search. Volunteering doesn't have to be formal though. For example, if you know someone who's had a recent family hardship, offer to bring a meal or two. Another example is if you hear that your local neighborhood needs help with their clubhouse upkeep, maybe offer a Saturday morning where you can put your energy to good use. It's important to remember that volunteering can be synonymous with going out of your way to fill the gap where a need is present and in turn making the world a better place. Here's to taking our learning and transforming the world.